Assalamu alaikum. Hello and welcome to the Halal Morning Talk with Tokwe and Rashida, brought to you by MuslimFinanceLibrary.com, the Islamic Finance Encyclopedia. I am Tokwe, your Halal Investment Analyst and the co-founder of Cannes and MuslimFinanceLibrary.com. And I am Rashida, your Muslim Investment Body, co-founder of Cannes and MuslimFinanceLibrary.com. All right, inshallah, today we'll be talking about the rise of interest-based loan apps in Nigeria. However, before we hop into it, do remember to subscribe to our channel if you haven't subscribed already. So, let's get started. All right. So, Toke, <laughs> there are so many um, interest-based loan apps that we've been seeing around. Some of them, I don't know, they pursue us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's more or less like um, I see it as a new awakening, like the new revolution. The new thing in town. Yeah, it is because when you look at it, five six years ago, you could hardly see these loan apps that give say instant loans and all quick the loans. yeah quick loans. However, in the last two years, it's as though the number has not just doubled; like it's gone exponential increase since then yeah there are a lot of them now so i think this is actually a topical issue to talk about and um i'm sure our listeners will enjoy it inshallah so let's start with one thing why do you think muslims need to be worried about worried about this thing um personally i i i, I believe that it is just time it's about time because a lot of other economies have you know this kind of apps this kind of um products financial products bank apps credit credit cards you know instant loan apps oh yeah that's true buy now pay later a lot of them and majority of them are interest-based you know that's their model and you know they are coming into africa Mm -hmm. and some of them are even home-based companies you know rising every day we find new ones coming up every time with even cheaper interest rates and all of that and i think as muslims you know this is the time to buckle up because it can be tempting for a lot of people especially given the economic downturn the recession and the inflation that salaries aren't increasing you now need to either work harder or have to take on extra loans to meet basic necessities yeah, yeah. To, to pay basic bills so yeah I, I i i actually do agree with you on that that we should be worried because it might be tempting i was reading on facebook the other day where someone was saying uh trying to justify taking interest because there are no alternatives uh so they need to do it because they need the money they need the money so but why do you think like i've noticed one thing though all the people that are all the Muslims that argue for these um, kind of services always come back to the same thing. There are no alternatives. Are Do no you options. really agree with that? Oh, well, um, yes and no. There are no options like these products, like this uh, fintech in, in products. In terms of um, ease of access. Yes, it is. In fact, a, friend, a, friend, a very good friend reached out to me a few days ago saying he wants to buy a car. However... He doesn't like the the options he's getting are interest based. So he's reaching out to he reached out interest to me to ask car finance. Yeah, he reached out to me to ask if he could take it. Of course, I told him no, but he asked me what are the alternatives. And to be honest, I couldn't really come up with a lot of alternatives myself. 
Yeah. So um, the problem is tearing us in the face uh, in the Muslim community, especially here in Nigeria. And, you know, yeah, there are, there are kind of alternatives, you know, there is in the informal financial sector. I'm coming back to that. But one thing is, though, um, one should try as much as possible to not be tempted to, you know, take loans from these apps. Don't even download them. You know, they, they are buy now, pay later that would um, let you buy gadgets, phones, laptops, um, other gadgets for some sort of interest when you pay in installments, you know. And a lot of people don't have this lump sum money sitting in their bank yeah, accounts. Yeah, absolutely. That's to, not... <laughs> to, to change their phones when they need to or to buy a new gadget like a laptop or, or even home gadgets like a washing machine refrigerator and all that. and they need these things actually mm. so it can be tempting especially the fact that we don't have um enough islamic mm -hmm. banks in nigeria we yes. have just three yes, and they are the relatively moment. young and they don't offer this kind of services especially given that the the vast majority of nigerians actually do work in the informal sector yeah. which means they pose a like it's a significant yeah, it's risk not, yes yes so, so they're not actually amassed in this um financial system so it's not it's not easy to give out loans to people that are not salary earners but these banks don't can't it's not actually take that easy kind for of them. yeah they can't take the risk you giving know? regulations as well exactly yeah. so, so it's hard for people especially in the informal sector to assess um credit financing that are sharia compliant all right so um if you're a muslim and you're wondering what's the fuss about riba like why are we talking about interest like, what's what's the big so the deal? thing is riba is a major major scene in islam in fact um uh, the professor Alassane said there are about 82 if i'm not mistaken 82 or 78 forms of riba and the simplest one of it is like a person having zina with his mother and uh, that is the severity of um, interest. And the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran actually declared war against people that consume riba. So it's not... Consume a, and, give. and give. So it's not something... Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. It's not something you take lightly. So, And I believe talking about it, this is the time to talk about it. We need to really... Because this proliferation, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, exactly. Because investors, not just home-based investors we have global investors funding these yeah, companies i don't know we're, we're moving from payment tech to invest mm -hmm. tech in the fintech industry mm -hmm. and i don't know i think it's it's lending in tech, tech now that is, that, that's the wave now <laughs> yeah. so we are we are to, we should expect more of this and i believe this is the time to really talk about this all right so i see riba as the poison of wealth like riba is like the poison of wealth however large your wealth is if there is riba you consume riba amongst it then it's a poison to your wealth so you should definitely beware of that so now uh we have talked about the proliferation we've also spoken about the difficulty in getting sharia compliant non-interest loans so do you want to tell us the classifications or yeah, the kind of different ways, types <laughs> and types you might just app. think it's just the loan thing you know there are these um buy now pay later yeah interest-based um, ones interest-based um gadget financing all right so uh to set the pace any type of um app that or the any type of uh business model that we mentioned in this podcast 
we want you to assume that it is the one that is based on interest. The one that is not based on interest or anything that is non-compliant, those ones would pass, inshallah. But yes. just assume that whatever we mentioned here on, it is those ones that are based on interest all right so let's go on so so there are buy now pay later apps that let you buy gadgets like phones computers you know headphones different things screens monitors stuff like that electronics basically most of the time that's what they sell and they let you pay in installments you know so i think they link you to the buyers to the sellers you 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 buy they deliver and you pay in installments with some sort of interest on the actual price of what what, what you've Mm. bought you know so that's how buy now pay later is like you buy now you get what you want now then you pay over time you pay over time then they just add a little they add something on top a bit of interest rate on top Mm -hmm. all right uh the other one I will talk about is the instant loan, which is the most hey. important <laughs> classification. I mean, I've seen I've seen uh, apps advertised to me saying in two uh, minutes, in, yeah, you get a loan in two minutes. I mean, uh, no credit check, no, no credit no, checks, um, nothing. Yes. You just download the app, put in put your in phone your details, number or something, you or your account. phone number. They don't even require any collateral. I mean, look at it this way. It's easy if you can get that kind of loan. Why even even when you don't need money or you when you just, need money for just um, something that's not serious, like you just be tempted to download the app and take take out the loan. You know. Yeah, just to like sometimes just to look fresh. When in reality you're you're not you're broke. You're broke. <laughs> so that's the kind of temptation that comes with this, and it's not everyone that can really. Um, avoid or resist the temptation so that's why it's tricky you might think you're in dire need while in reality you're not mm-hmm. because there are situations like that you know i tell you, you know when when we were in the uk in 2018 2019 I, a lot of people changed their phones like when they, when there's a new iphone they change they're trading in the old one and then and they're paying is to pay over one year and when the new one comes out they trade in that one and get a new and one. This and this is a gadget you know, that interest. they can still use. Like you just like, but because I think, it is I think so easy iPhone, to get. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to get. So a lot of people just change gadgets anyhow. Well, so that kind it's of unfortunate. Um, that, that that ease of piling on debts. Yes, we'll get to let, that inshallah. Exactly. Another one is overdraft. So there are some there are banks that would offer you overdraft services at an interest rate. So now the overdraft basically means you have an account with the bank but if you're going to over like if you need more money than you have they give you that credit facility and then you'd be expected of course to pay interest on the credit so that's also something to be aware of i mean it's tempting to just yeah like you need hundred thousand naira but your account balance is fifty thousand naira you need hundred thousand naira to pay for something Uh, you have just take that extra fifty thousand and then you pay over sometime mm-hmm. and then you also of course you, there's, a, there's a there's an interest on it and then the mm-hmm. final one is uh that we'll talk about is the credit card company hey until recently <laughs> credit cards if you're listening from anywhere where credit card is an established system UK, US. the credit card system is just getting off the ground R- in nigeria it's relatively in fact, i new. think it's a pilot it's on the pilot um, stage mm-hmm. just a few banks offer that facility at the moment yeah. especially and it's not rolled out to anybody and everybody. So, 
yeah but it is here and it might just continue to increase as we go yeah uh yeah i told you about my bank reaching out to me asking like they called me twice in addition to the almost weekly message uh, message text messages that they send me that you're they, eligible for loans, loans yeah to mm-hmm. take a credit card so there are two loans there's an easy there's a there's a different proper loan and then there's the credit card loan so they said they selected a few of a few of their customers myself included to take the credit card a special I, one <laughs> i told them no i do not need the credit card uh then later a few weeks after another person called me so we are beginning to see this trend as well uh, you should definitely be on the lookout. It's not permissible if uh, you have to take the credit card. Now, some people would argue that. But some of them, if you pay on time, they will not charge you interest. The problem is not paying on time. The fact that interest is baked into the contract, into, into the, the contract, agreement. into the agreement, whether it is triggered or not, doesn't matter. The fact that interest is baked into it, it is null and void because you never know. No one knows the future. You might have to trigger the, the, the defaults that will lead to the interest and then what would you tell Allah by then alright so we've talked about the different ways that you could fall into this now let's talk about uh, what uh, you, I, I think we should we should, we should talk about um, okay. the dangers of these interest based financial oh yeah can I go first on, can I go first on the, on the economy yeah. yeah I'll go first on the individual the first thing is as a person, we, st- we spoke about we spoke about how it made it easy for people to just get into debt. To just get into yeah. debt, so that is a problem mm. because if you can easily trade in your iPhone 12 for an iPhone 13, even if you're a teenager that is not doing a good enough, like you're not earning enough because you're just starting your career or something, it's tempting to want to feel like to want to belong to your tribe. And once you're able to just get the credit facility, it makes that consumerism, that instant gratification. Yeah, that's what it does. It increases it it consumerism. Easier. It increases consumerism. You know, like a phone that you can use for two years, you'd be tempted to just, you know, use it for one year and trade exactly. it in for the new exactly. one and pay extra to get the, the new one, you know. Exactly. So now... Even when you could just save that money and use the because of course you should definitely look into the future you don't want to keep living from paycheck to paycheck you have to that's what consumerism does to you what consumerism makes you and the worst part of it is because you are paying little little everywhere yeah you you eventually buy so many things Mm -hmm. that later you don't know but they when 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 aggregated it overwhelms your salary so you're forced to take on more debts to even meet basic necessities yeah eventually so that's what consumerism does to you uh and i see it's common um in the west uh london <laughs> a lot of people do these things you know buy gadgets because gadgets they don't need like they don't need, I, exactly. there are people that buy clothes that they never wear mm-hmm. but because, because it's, it's on it, discount it's on discount and they can pay later Exactly. with their credit card you exactly. can, can buy with their credit card and pay later or something so now so they just pile up that, 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 um, that, ev- that eventually it leads to i don't it leads to some environmental issues as well but that's besides the point so that's what it does to you it makes you an instant gratification junkie it makes you a consumerist if i could put it that way and you were able to less plan for the future yes all right so uh tell, tell us what do you think this thing has in the economy the economy yeah so the problem is because 
uh, like it happened during the 2008 um, global economic meltdown where a lot of people defaulted on the loan on their loan on their loans uh, it led to the housing bubble and the housing collapse which caused some banks like Lehman Brothers to fail so now it was an American primarily an American housing mm-hmm. problem but it had a spiral effect on the entire world the entire world was in a recession at that time so that's the same thing when a lot of people start defaulting on their loan obligation many of these lending apps might start failing and don't forget because these, these are, are investors these money. are investors money and in some cases these are depositors money mm. so for banks for banks it might need some maybe the cb the, the central bank to step in or some other thing which could lead to sometimes a credit crunch and sometimes people that actually legitimately need these credit facilities might not be able to get it and of course it could reduce the trust in the system as well yeah, it does it does so we might be looking at a bu- at a bubble especially in a country like nigeria where the data based manage data management is not really uh sophisticated not advanced, yes. yes yes so we might be looking at a major major credit like def- if the defaulting should reach a certain level we might be looking at a bubble that could you engulf know, the economy. You know, I was asking you the other day that is there a way to know if someone is already on several lending apps? Uh, at, the, at the moment, I don't know because if there's an if, if there's you can a way download do ten of these apps and get loans in two minutes on from, all ten. Yeah, like, how? <laughs> and this is how a person. How are you going to pay? This is a person that could be earning not enough to even feed already. And this is what leads to these um, lending apps harassing your contacts. A lot of people come on Facebook, Instagram. Oh, yeah, that's a terrible strategy oh. by, the, by the lending apps, actually. Um, yes. They said someone is owing and they put my name in as a guarantor. I don't even know this person. And they've been calling me. See, whoever you I'm are, threat- please just pay up. <laughs> I'm threatening to send me to prison for a loan I don't even know about. <laughs> So it's yeah, very, I, I I heard it's funny and embarrassing <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I I heard one of the regulators actually sanctioned or fined one of these loan apps for was it five or eight million naira for data breach because what they do is when someone takes a when someone wants to take a loan, of course they would accept. They have access to your contacts. Yeah, they would accept. They would grant permission to anything. <laughs> so they grant permission for them to read their contacts. So they message anybody on their contacts, claiming that person is a fraudster, or sometimes even them. threatening the people. Yeah. Who's? I mean, some people. Yeah, you know, it's it's just the way the local the local um bo- uh, lenders do. Yeah. You know, I, yes. I, I I was I was with um an older woman one time, and you know she was like. I didn't want to sign this thing for this woman who, who the, the lenders are calling me now. Eh? And harassing me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and that's I, a local one. So I think the system has now been imported into this the fintech tech. Yeah. lending system. You know, there are some there are some that actually use louts and uh thugs to beat up people <laughs> to pay back the loans, like a loan shark. Yeah, yeah, that's another classification of this um uh thing that you should be wary of they charge you interest as an at an exorbitant price some even charge as high as 20 percent interest rates mm-hmm. per month like that's a lot of interest to charge and this is a person that would never be able to pay back because what took him to the loan is because he wanted to eat 
Not charging him 20% interest. How no, on earth would he pay it's back? It's even funny when people take loans to do parties. And oh, yeah. In this, in this part of Nigeria... I trust my people. In this part of Nigeria, um, a lot of people do these things. And it's not a wise financial decision to take loans to do um, burial ceremonies. Are you saying we wouldn't do one bear on Saturday? That's not going to happen. My people must jollificate now. <laughs> yeah, you take on loans to jollificate. Loans and, you would never be able to pay back. <laughs> your family members are being threatened because of your own um, unwise well, financial decision. How about people that lose their homes just for this? Like they use their homes as collaterals for loans and they, they are not able to meet the obligation. And, and the interest keeps piling up. It keeps so, piling. It's right. unfortunate. All right. So now we've discussed the problems, which we both, I think we both agree is a big, big it's problem. a big one i must all tell right you. so as muslims we don't want to fall into river we don't want to fall into the dangers and the woes that is there what would you recommend for muslims at the moment given that there are to be honest there are not a lot of halal alternatives at the moment yeah i guess hopefully more would come that will make it easy for us to learn to loan and um to get loans and, and credit facilities, and credit that facilities. compliant. All right. So, but at the moment, what do you think Muslims can do? Okay. Um, there is this old informal system that is like a communal thing where people come together and save money together to, um, I don't know. They take help. it in circle, in circle. See, the, in, in, in the, the American. What was it called in Hausa? The Americans, I believe, call it Roska. Uh, in uh, how in Hausa, it's called uh, in Hausa, it's called Adashi. Some people call it Adashi. So I don't know which one. Is. I think it's just two different dialects. Sometimes I call it Adashi. Some people tell me it's Adashi. Sometimes I call it Adashi, and they say it's Adashi. Anywho, that's it in Hausa. In Igbo, it is a uh, susu. Okay. And in Yoruba, it's of course Ajo. Mm. So that kind of a uh, system where a community it's more like social financing a community come to a community of people come together and they contribute equal amount and take turns to take it maybe weekly or monthly or or even what, daily you know market women do that yeah or even daily so that way you get to loan each other one another money and they, the money, the goes, money around. goes around all right so that's one important way so you can do it it's going to save each person in that um cycle uh, yeah taking Loans. loans you know because look at it this way when you take loans here you still pay in installments so why not just so why not save together with other then, people every the, month exactly. and you know, and take the turns social to... and the social parts of you helping one another and there's no interest in it and, and there's you no know, interest as well take turns to take the money like 10 of us saving one million naira monthly that's 10 million yeah you get 10 million the first month i get the 10 million the second month the other person gets and that goes and there's no yeah. interest and there's no interest I think absolutely people should begin to come together because you can't you you can't say you don't have friends you don't have yeah. family and members I, and there are some communities colleagues. there are some communities that do as low as one thousand naira so because Even 500 naira yeah so it just goes around it go, that's the whole point of it it goes around mm -hmm. all right and then there's this other system that is still uh, i don't know it's more predominant in the informal kind of uh it's the non-interest cooperative societies yes um some formal um organizations have it because um oh is it it's becoming more formal these days yes uh, my mom my late mom she was a teacher and you know even in their workplace 
they usually have um, like this Nigerian Union of Teachers. They have different branches mm. and they're able to contribute this money. And when you take loans from the cooperative, they just deduct it straight up from your oh, salary. salary. And you don't have to pay interest on it. Exactly. You? All right. So my mom is on one too. <laughs> uh, I, I do like my mom's one though. It's more informal, but it's actually very pretty. It's really organized. Yeah, a lot of women yeah. in this part of the world um, do stuff like that. Especially market women you know so, business women so, traders so, especially they do these things and you know i think what, it's so, a very good system and we should um, capitalize on it so what does the, what of, does non-interest cooperative what how it's different from the rosca is in the non-interest cooperative society is you all contribute money maybe every month uh it's not like you take turns to pick it the administrator will determine who gets how much so it's not like you're all getting the same thing. And the amount of loan you'd be able to get would be a percentage of the amount of money you've contributed. Yeah. So if I have more money, I would have more access. I would have access to more loans than someone that has less money. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're taking turns to yes. take the same thing. So that's how it's a, it's a bit different. Uh, so that's it from the what to do instead. The ways you can... And of course, you can always op- approach... Your uh, friends and colleagues and, and you know save even money a, even an islamic bank if you have to yeah they might be less accessible but you can that's always an option but finally to uh finally rather than use this apps or if you've been using them i would want to call you and admonish you to repent to allah give up riba or you will believe uh you should fear allah and then give up whatever it is that you have eating in riba so please do give up riba uh it leads to destruction you don't want to get into that stage or into destruction because you want to do a party or something or even anything at all anything at all it's not worth it just give up riba and um look for non-interest financing so if you still have some of the money that if you're a lender if you give out loan to people and you still have some of the loan interest that they pay to you Please give it out in charity uh, to get rid of, to purify your wealth. And if you have consumed it, just do sincere tawba. Tawba ta nasuha. That should suffice. Bi-ibnillah. All uh, right. We've come to the end of this podcast, podcast today. Uh, do, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. In fact, do it right now so you don't miss up any other updates from us. So that's it from me. And that's it from me too. So see you on the next episode. Assalamu alaikum. alaikum.